Hello and welcome to Buddy No Mistakes. Today I'm going to do attempt to do something called the proprietary blend. <clears throat> it's different than the movie form. Um, so be prepared for that. Let's get started. Hanabi, bitter brush, Hanabi. I spend my time out here and look out at all the other brush. And the other brush is so much better than I am. I spend my time out here looking, and I look, and then I see rabbits, and they go up, and they nuzzle the brush. The wind wishes through them, they're made out of gold. I wish I could see myself, but I can't. I can't see if I look as good as this other brush, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Really? I see birds and quails landing in the brush, making a home. And they, I see owls picking it up and taking it to their nests and eagles making nests out of all the different brush around here. But what about me? What about Hanabi? Hanabi, I got your mail. Yeah, I bet you do. Wow, what is that supposed to mean? I'm just a quail delivery. I'm just a quail man. Yeah, you're a quail man. Quail man delivery mail. To everybody, right? Everybody, especially Hanabi. Hanabi, just hop down. You know, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Well, I bet I'm some kind of hunchback or something. You feel bad for me, so you deliver me some mail on Valentine's Day. Oh, look at that. It isn't Valentine's Day. Uh, Here you go. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, keep walking. Yeah, keep whistling up into your stupid little head piece. On um, top of your head looks like a belt. Uh, whatever. And now be wussy. Take a look. Oh, bills. 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 Oh, Valentine. What is this? Dear Hanabi, I love you. Who's this from? Oof, fucking joke is this? Nobody loves Hanabi. <laughs> Nobody. This is stupid. 
Hey, Nami, I got your milk. What? Of course you do. Yeah, everybody gets to deliver something to Hanabi so they can give him another fucking pill. Hanabi, 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 Hanabi. Hanabi, 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 or something, something small. Hanabi, 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 Hanabi. Oh, oh, a wall. No, 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 Hanabi, Hanabi. Hanabi. Oh, there is a wall, but there's something on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Hanabi, 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 Squeak, 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 squeak. Okay, yeah, okay. Oh, I get it. Just like the scene before, it's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, right? Uh, putting Valentine's, those are Valentine's, they're going into that box. Oh yeah, the kid. The kid is passing out the Valentine's. Hanabi, 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 Hanabi. So, uh, okay. Uh, what else is there? Uh, is there a uh, multiple desks? Hanabi, 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 Hanabi. And are they? They're made out of wood. Hanabi, 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 Hanabi. And the the school building is made out of brick. Hanabi, Hanabi, Hanabi. And. There's also a place where you'd be making Valentine's at home. And Abby bring and and the cards, they, they got little red envelopes on them. And Abby, and Abby. And it's like a little cardboard box that's left in the in in, in the classroom. And Abby. And Abby. Oh, okay. Um alright. Uh and uh, the kids. Uh you got like there's other kids there. And Nabi, and Nabi. And there's probably some kind of girl. And Nabi, and Nabi. And you guys exchange Valentine's. And Nabi, and Nabi. And the Valentine's, um, is it like, uh, you know, The Simpsons? I choo choo choose you? And Nabi, and Nabi, and Nabi, and Nabi. Okay. Well, I, uh, little, those little candy hearts. They're really chalky and they taste. They had some of those. All right, I think I got the picture. We see Mountain View Elementary. We see the playground outside with the sand. Uh, we uh, float over and we can feel the thud <laughs> as 
we see the point of view of another kid running out from the teeter-totter and dropping us boom on our on our butts and we can feel that pain and we boil up and we start to cry because it's the first time everybody, anybody's ever done a banana bomb on us and we cut away from this we cut to inside the uh, classroom and the, the hearts the decorations of the hearts are up uh, hanging from the ceiling and uh, the ABCs written along the wall the uh, chalk blackboard not a whiteboard but an old chalk blackboard up in the front uh, if we were to reach underneath the uh, the uh, 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 the desk there would be a paddle there and and it's it's mostly unused except for on one boy <laughs> and uh, the boy sits and next to him is another uh is a girl, Leanne, and um, these two just uh, just made it in from special ed into here, and uh, they're kind of lowly talking. says, can you see the board? I said, no, no, I can't. I can't, I can't either. Um, but every time I get up, I get, I get paddled. So, do you think you can make a distraction so I can go and take some notes from the board? A distraction? Yeah, a distraction. Just you do it like just a little a little distraction. Uh, okay. Uh, hey. Hey. Hey, teacher. Mr. Lillegaard. Mr. Lillegaard. Hey. Can I use the bathroom? I really need to go. Leanne gets up and starts dancing around the room. I need to go. I need to go, I need to go, I need to go, I need to go. The kid gets up and, and, and sneaks up to the front with a paper and pencil and starts writing down some long division. Oh. You see, he's sweating. <laughs> Lilligard is uh, paying attention to Leanne. Leanne, Leanne, just take this pass. This one? What about that one? Just take this one. She looks over to see if he's done. And he shakes his head no. <laughs> I want that one. That was a better one. Oh, fine, here, take it. No, I want the, I want the same one. 
You're going to the principal's office. Oh. No, I, I can't go to the principal's office. Jermaine, you got me in trouble. The guy looks, sees Jermaine. Oh. Oh, you're dead. Okay, so this reminds me of a real story when I was in Mountain View Elementary and how I had a teacher. We ca- I called him Lily Pat. His name really was uh, Mr. Lilligard. And this was the third grade. And it was when I started losing my sight uh, and got glasses for the first time. Now, right now I have to wear glasses. Uh, I can't wear contacts because I have a stigmatism or, or I don't think it's actually a stigmatism. It's not a stigmatism, but that's the easiest way to, to say it. So I basically have to say a lie for people to leave me alone, but I, I can't remember. I've got something in my eye that like is sucking up all like the, uh, the moisture out of the contacts so that they get really, really dry and then they squeeze my eyes and make little round circles and then have my eyes look completely bloodshot beyond the circles so cataracts that's what it is because I can never think of the right thing so I got little just enough cataracts to to make it very very difficult to, to wear contacts so I don't I wear glasses <clears throat> anyways this is when I was first needing glasses I really did have to walk up closer to the board to take notes and that's all I would be doing I would go up there and I would take notes right and this is all true they uh, they put me in special ed because they said I had ADD they said I was hyperactive uh, which I did have a lot of energy and I did run everywhere I went however I was able to concentrate and do my work when I needed to. I just needed to be able to see the board, which I couldn't because I was losing my eyesight. And so sitting in the back row and an assigned seat in the back was not very good for me. I had to walk up at least halfway. And then as as the semester went on, I guess that's still what you would call it in grade school. quarter I don't know as the semester went on I had to um get closer and closer to the board until I was right up there at Lilligard's desk and he said that this was disruptive and uh he got permission from my wonderful wonderful parents uh because of my grade I was failing right so he got permission to Corporal punishment, which was illegal, but you could get permission from parents to do it in our state. So he got the permission because they had already given permission without having the situation fully explained to them at all. They just gave blanket permission every year for me, as they did for my brothers, because, you know, in their minds, they thought, well, that was the system that worked before. You know, they truly, like, 
if there was an internet back then, they would have been on blogs going, yeah, these kids need to get spanked. Oh, I can't believe they're trying to push off this hippie bullshit on us. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? You know, because that's how them and their friends, you know, don't be influenced by other people to believe in dumb stuff. Like, when progress is happening, just let progress happen, all right? By the way, participation program, uh, trophies have been going out since forever, since like the 60s. So that's a very, very, very long time to like call it out now as something that's ruining generations now because the boomers got them, by the way. It was something to, to beef up participation. Jesus Christ. Lots of school programs don't work. You know, like there was Just Do It Junior. It didn't work for me as a self-esteem program that's supposed to teach you self-esteem. You know, it, that, that's not the focus. The focus is something completely different. It's like, the focus is, uh, it, it should have been an anti-bullying campaign. But they were like, no, fully let bullies do whatever they want. And let's do this, this thing, this whole separate thing. These kids just need to feel good about themselves. Well, you can't feel good about yourself if five to ten kids are beating you up every day. You just can't feel great about yourself. (laughs) Which, that's another whole can of worms. So, yeah, this whole school thing and the Valentine's and the picturing it and all that, that is really taking me back to that place. So, anyways, back in Lilligard's classroom. Pull down the pants. That was part of spanking. Can you believe this? This is ridiculous. Pull down the pants in front of the entire class. It's not just a spanking. It's an embarrassment. If it was just that temporary pain of a spanking, that would be one thing. But the embarrassment of pants down in front of class. Whack, whack, whack. You cry. You go back to the back. You still have your... You're like, hey, I still can't see the board. I still have to walk up here to take any notes. And if I don't, then I can't do any of the work. So, and Mr. Lilligard had this policy. And the policy was FND. F, not done. If you didn't complete your worksheet or whatever it is that was given us, even by one question, it would be graded as not done F. So it was pass fail, I guess, in its own way. But it was also very stupid. And he had been doing this for a very long time, I guess. And parents had complained about it. And so parents were complaining, complaining and complaining. And, uh, you know, it's one thing when one parent complains, that becomes an issue. But when your whole class gets kind of behind the same complaint, and they may have been also been getting complaints about the corporal punishment part, because not every student's parents had signed off on the corporal punishment, but they all got to witness it. And isn't that a trauma unto them to see another kid's pants pulled down, the bare bottom exposed? They get 
whacked, whacked, whacked. Like, there's so much to this that I've never thought about until just this moment. <laughs> like, you know, maybe it wasn't just the FND policy that got Mr. Lilligard fired, but I'm glad that it did. And I'm glad that my parents, I remember them sitting in there with me as I was showing them my assignments, some of them early, from earlier in the year, in which I had defiantly left one question undone several times. And I said, I know I've got every one of these answers right. And then all I did was leave the last one blank and handed it in. This was my own little defiant thing that I was doing. I was making sure I was getting those notes. I got whipped by the guy several times. Not whipped, but you know, spanked with the paddle several times. But I still made sure that I got every question for a long time. And I would go home and I would get spanked at home too for stuff like, you're misbehaving. He's saying that you have, you're too hyper, that you're disruptive. So I was getting a lot of heat at home too, but I stuck to my guns and I would fill out every spelling. I was an amazing speller. I had one spelling bee the last two years in the first and second grade. And I would fill out the spelling homework because I knew I knew that easy. The long division was tough, but I knew I knew this easy. And I would leave out, uh, you know, certain things, but there, there it would be. I would leave out one, one word. And I knew I had an A paper. And so I'd hand in several and I, I, and I'd break out my packet and I showed everything to my mom. I remember in the room and you could just see the steam coming off of good old Hazel McQueen. You could see like the wheels turning about this F and D policy, right? So it wasn't the spanking, which it should have been, <laughs> but it was his dumb you fail if you don't get the assignment done. My mom made a coalition of the other parents. They all got together, told them exactly what was going on, and kind of offhandedly told them about the spanking. And then I got my glasses. That's what it was too. I got my glasses and suddenly I could see. Ah, now it's all flooding back. Yes, I got my glasses. I could see, and that's when I started doing his assignments and leaving just one undone. And I did it for weeks until I collected enough evidence, showed it, shared it, talked about how, because uh, I'd been in actually for different meetings, like with this guy, with my parents. They're like, and they didn't believe me at first. Like this, this was the third one. The two other ones, they were like, come on, buddy. Let's get it together. Let's stop being hyperactive. But the other thing that triggered my mom was he wanted to put me on pills. And she had put her oldest son on pills based on her mother's recommendation to a psychiatrist where her mother, my grandmother, had lied 
to the psychologist in order to get those pills. And my oldest brother essentially became a vegetable. As the, That's the way my mother describes it. He would be a vegetable. Just sitting there. Nothing. And oh boy, were the teachers happy. <laughs> but uh, it completely changed his personality. And so she had him taken off Ritalin. That's the type of pill that it was. And so, yes, this all reminded me of this story. This all led to reminding me of this story and these details uh, from my life where I went into the third grade losing my sight, was accused of having ADHD, was not put on pills. In fact, was even after every single one of my papers was an F not done, I was passed into the fourth grade. I was taken out of special ed where I had actually fallen in love with one of the first girls I'd ever fallen in love with because she was very good at her assignments, but was also in special ed. By the way, pay attention to your kids. They're getting put in special ed for no reason other than they're, they're, they're losing their eyesight or they're having emotional issues or they're a minority and minorities just seem dumb, right? I remember, I know teach, teaching years later, there'd be uh, black kids on the list of special ed and they clearly don't belong there. So really pay attention to your kids. Just don't, just believe the teachers and the school system and all these other people in your life. They're trying to make life easy on themselves a lot of the time, or they're just following their own stupid biases, you know? Do stick up for your kids. Like, do stick up for your kids. Really pay attention to who they are and how they are. And don't let them just slip through the cracks into this mediocre world of what the school district is. They don't know what's best for them. You do. You're the parent. Pay attention. I'm going to take that lesson with me as a new parent. And this has been my, my bitter brush story, my Hanabi story. Hanabi. Abishai.